0: Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the Word of God. Hallelujah. We are so happy to uh, be able to do another podcast. And today we're going to be coming from uh, Acts chapter 9. And we're going to be reading through uh, from verse 1 through verse number 5. And it reads like this And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired him letters to Damascus to the synagogue, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven and he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And from these passages of scripture we're going to be talking about get on your assignment get on your assignment when we when i was younger and going to school there was always a a teacher who would give you an assignment to follow and she would give you a certain day to have the assignment done. And if you didn't have that assignment done by that certain day, then you would be one who would probably end up getting an F because you didn't do the work. Well, the same thing as we were, as children have been given assignments to follow in school. God also gives us assignments to follow in life. That The question is, is will you do the assignment or will you, um, choose as some students did not to fulfill the assignment? So in the book of Acts, we see that Paul, who is Saul at this time is going to be given an assignment from God that he has to follow, but before he can do the assignment that God wants him to do Saul has got to meet Jesus on the Damascus Road the Bible declares that Saul is one who at the time is just running havoc in the Christian church that is at Jerusalem so we find that Paul he has an assignment that he has to complete for God because God has him to the point where he is going to use him. But what Paul is doing is Paul is thinking that it's his job to go out and destroy Christians. So what we find with Paul, with Saul here in the book of Acts is that he's, he's threatening to, uh lock people up and slaughter people because he's upset about Christianity spreading. So he's on his way to Damascus because he wanted letters so that he could take them to the synagogue and he could lock up men and women, Christians, take them bound into uh, Jerusalem. And so As he's on his way to get these letters from officials, he's on the Damascus road. He's near Damascus on the road. And the Bible declares that suddenly, I mean, just out of nowhere, suddenly a light shines on him and around him from heaven. So the thing about it is when you get on an assignment, Sometimes in life, we could be going just like Paul or Saul was doing, going about doing what we may be doing in our own flesh or doing what we think that God wants us to do. And God will shine the light from heaven on you. And when God shines his light from heaven on you and he exposes you to you for who you are, You have to stop and you have to look at what God is doing and you got to listen. So Paul had a suddenly moment to come upon him. Paul, it took Saul, it took him by surprise that this was happening to him. Saul, who would become Paul, he, he wasn't expecting what happened to him on this Damascus road. And so the same thing when God comes to us. We can be living our lives doing what we do. You might have a perfect job, a perfect family, perfect relationship. And then suddenly God will shine his light onto you and he'll give you a revelation of, of what he wants you to do. You'll hear his voice calling you to come to an assignment. And so when he calls you to come to the assignment, the question is, Is you, uh, will you listen and will you heed what God is saying? Will you do that thing which God is telling you to do? So the Bible declares that the, a light shone around him from heaven. And he fell to the earth. And and I, I imagine he was afraid. So he had to be scared because this light shine from heaven all about him. And... He heard a voice. He heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? So here it was that Saul was tearing up the church, doing havoc in the church. He's on his way to Damascus to get letters to, to lock people up, to bound them and bring them into Jerusalem. And now on his way, he hears a voice from heaven and a light shining on him, calling him out by name, Saul. Saul, why persecutest thou me? And Saul asked, who art thou, Lord? I find it amazing that he called him Lord, but he wanted to know who art thou? I imagine that he had fallen to the earth and on the inside he was a nervous wreck. Can you imagine that? if a voice spoke to you from heaven and a light shined on you out of the norm, I imagine that you and I both would be afraid. But Saul, he spoke to him and he said, Who, who, who art thou, Lord? Fear gripped him. And so the voice spoke to him and it said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. It's hard for you to kick against something that God is doing. When God calls you on assignment, it's going to be hard for you to not do what God has told you to do. I remember when I had the call on my life to go into ministry. I was perplexed as to why God would call me. Because I hear it was that I was in a Baptist church and a female. And at the time when I heard the call, there was no such thing as a female minister in a Baptist church. I was perplexed. But the thing about it is, is that the call The burden that I felt to preach the gospel, it would not leave me. Morning, noon, and night, it stayed with me. And so God's light has shone on me. It wasn't a light like was in the Bible for Paul, a brilliant light shining around about him. Oh, but I could hear I could hear the call of the Lord calling me to come up hither. Uh but the only thing that I knew of a woman doing anything was what I had seen on a television show and they had that call. It was called the Flying Nun. So I put it in my head that since I had never heard of a preacher in the Baptist Church being a female, I said, okay, I'll be a nun. I was a child, and I told it to my sister I wanted to be a nun. And my sister said, there's no such thing as a black nun. And so I listened to her because I'm like, this is my sister. Uh, But I heard a calling from God on my life. And so I pursued it. I couldn't back up against it. I couldn't run from it. It was with me day and night. And so I pursued being a minister. So here the Lord is calling Saul to another assignment. He thought it was his job to persecute the church, uh, but it wasn't his job. God was calling him because, in God's timing, God was going to use Saul to preach to the Gentiles and he would end up helping the body of Christ, the Jews, help the church. But he had to meet Jesus Christ here on the Damascus Road. So Jesus says to him, he says, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. I looked up to see what exactly a prick was. And it said it gave the definition of a farming tool used to spur a guy livestock. It's usually used for oxen pulling a plow or a cart. It is a long stick with pointed ends. It said that it's hard for you to kick against the pricks was used also as a term to let people know or a phrase to let people know that it's futile for you to vi- fight against something because you're going to lose. So Paul was told it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. It's hard for a person called on an assignment to fight up against God. Hallelujah. You can't fight. You can't run from a call and an assignment that comes from God. Uh, men may not want you to do what God has called you to do. And I'm not just talking about preaching. Oh, but if there's somebody out there who hears me, who has the calling of the Lord on you to preach the gospel, it is hard for you to run from from God when He causes calls you to preach. Hey, because it's going to be like fire shut up in your bones. It's going to be a burden on you that you can't run away from. Oh, so here it was that Saul was trembling and he was astonished. He was astonished at what the Lord wanted him to do. He was astonished that the Lord was speaking to him. He was astonished. And he said, Lord, what will you have me to do? You read further on down in that chapter. So he's down on the ground. He's astonished and he's trembling. And the Bible says that he was told to arise and to go into the city and it shall be told him what he should do. Huh. So when God calls you to an assignment, uh, uh, God will tell you what it is that you're supposed to do. Mm, God will send you where you need to be. And God will connect you and hook you up to the people that you're supposed to hook up with. Yeah, but you got to know uh, that when the Lord speaks to you, uh uh-huh, that you got to follow the directions that he gives you. Hey, so Paul Saul was there on that Damascus road, headed to what he thought was going to be his assignment, uh, to go and get letters so that he could bind men and women who were Christians and bring them into Jerusalem. Ah, uh, but an intervention has come his way. Hey, God has shown his light down upon him. And now God is, uh, going to turn his life Upside down. Mm, God is calling him to come up here. Hey, God is calling him to come up higher. Uh, So I can imagine that he was afraid. I can imagine that those who were with him, uh, the Bible says that they stood speechless hearing a voice, but they didn't see anybody. Uh, Can you imagine being out there on the road and a light shines and uh, you hear a voice, but you see no man talking. I know they were afraid. I can imagine that if when the Lord calls us to the assignment, that if we saw the light and we heard the voice, uh, we fall down on the ground, too, because we would be afraid because that's something Out of the ordinary. Ah, that's a supernatural thing that's happening. Hey, but if that happens to you, you gotta believe ah, that it is our God who is making a way for you out of no way, who is calling you to come up hither. And when you go up with God, uh, when you go up with God, you know some things are gonna happen. You know that when God calls you to come up higher, you know that God is bringing you to a certain place where you are gonna have to stay connected to him. Uh, so I imagine that Paul, Saul was here on the ground And he was afraid. And I imagine the Bible says that the men that were with him, they stood speechless, hearing a voice but seeing no man. So they too were afraid. And so then Paul, Saul got up and he opened his eyes. Hey, but there was something different that had happened. When he got up and he opened his eyes, Paul couldn't see a thing. God has shut him off to the way that he was seeing. Uh, God uh, close your eyes to what you've been looking at so that you can get the proper vision that you're supposed to have when you come into contact with Jesus. He opens your eyes. He makes you blind to that junk you used to do in your past, to yourself concept of what God wants you to do because God wants to open your eyes and reveal to you what he wants you to do. What assignment has God put you on? Can you get on your assignment when God calls you to come up hither? So the Bible says that Paul couldn't see a thing. Uh, When God calls you, God will change what you're looking at. And you will have to humble yourself down to be able to get in sync with what God wants you to do. So on that Damascus road, because Paul couldn't see a thing, Saul couldn't see a thing. And I I keep calling him Paul because he's going to change and he's going to be Paul uh, because that's who God says that he is. Uh, But Saul couldn't see a thing. And on that Damascus road, he had to be led, and he had to be led where, where to go. They led him by the hand. And can't you imagine how Saul felt at that time, how his name had been out there? Can't you imagine how it'll be for you? Your name is out there, that you've been doing a certain thing. Uh, but God, when he changes what he wants you to do, when he intervenes and stops you from where, to where you are and what you're doing, when he calls you to his assignment, if you're on the wrong assignment, uh, can't you imagine how you will look at it and you'll say, but God, I've been doing this this way. And God is leading you and guiding you and saying that, he wants you to come up hither because I have another assignment for you. Uh, God has already seen the end result. God has already seen the people that you will impact. God has already seen the people whose lives will be changed because of what He has called you into doing. Uh, God has already seen the end result, but He's got to get you into where. He is in his now because you know it right now in time. And so you are just looking at what you can see right now hey, with your natural eye and what you have experienced. Uh, uh, but God is already in eternity and God has already seen the outcome of what will happen if you will follow his leading and his guiding in the assignment that he's called you into. So the Bible says that he went three days. I'm talking about Saul three days. They led him three days. He went without without being able to see three days. He went without eating and three days. He didn't drink anything. He was afraid. He was astonished. He was perplexed at what had happened to him. Uh, But at the same time, anytime you get into a situation and you, you see one end of the spectrum, don't think that God ain't getting stuff ready and he's working things out, the Bible says, for our good. So he was already preparing a man named Ananias. And Ananias also uh, Paul had talked to God about a man who would come to talk to him. And so Ananias had a vision and the Lord called out his name and, and he answered him. And he told Ananias, he said, arise. I'm talking about that 10th verse in that ninth chapter of Acts. He says, go to a street called Straight and go to the house of Judas and ask about one called Saul of Tarshish. For behold, he prayed. So you know that if all of a sudden you were to go blind, physically blind, ah, uh, and you were able to see before, and a light shined down on you from heaven, hallelujah, you would be on your knees praying too. Hallelujah. You would be somewhere. Some of you would have went to the doctor. Hallelujah. But some of you would have surrounded yourself uh, with men and women of God. Somebody who could help you because you knew that if you heard that voice from heaven and a light shone all about you. Hallelujah. You knew that God was talking to you. Hey, so he's basically he's there. He's praying. He's praying. Not eating. He's not drinking. He's fasting. So he knows that he's got to pray to God to get his answer. But what I said was God's got somebody prepared who will help you. Who is on the other end. And they're listening and got their ears to the mouth of the Lord. And so the Lord speaks and tells Ananias, you go to Go to a street called straight to the house of Judas and ask about one called Saul of Tarsus. for behold, he prays. So when you pray, God hears your prayers and God has an answer and God has a solution. He's just waiting on you have to wait on God sometime to answer. So God has prepared Ananias and Saul has had the vision of Ananias coming to lay hands on him that he might receive his sight. Ananias says to God, he says, I have heard, I have heard by many of this man, how much evil he has done to the saints at Jerusalem because he's, Tearing up the church. And when God calls you to assignment, you're going to have to get on your assignment. But people going to hear about you. People have heard what you've done in your life. People know about you. And people are going to be astonished at some of the things that God will call some of you into doing. Hallelujah. Uh, but when God calls you, hallelujah, you got to get on assignment with God. You got to be just like a person who keeps his eyes focused. You got to focus in on the target. You got to focus in on the goal. Because when God calls you to assignment and people know your reputation and people know who you are and people have already made their judgments about you. People will say that you can't do this and people will say that you can't do that. Hey, but you gotta keep your mind uh stayed on God. You gotta keep your mind focused in on God's word. You gotta do what God told you to do. It says and here he hath authority from the chief priest is what Ananias said. To bind all that call on your name. All that call on your name. So Ananias here is worried. He's afraid. He's upset. Because Saul's reputation has preceded him. Hey, but God said unto him. Hey, when God speaks to you, hey, you follow what God says. Uh, Lord have mercy. When God tells you something, you don't have to worry about what folks think about your reputation. Uh, You don't have to worry about uh, what you did in your past. Uh, Hey, because the blood of Jesus is going to make you ready for your assignment. Hey, that God has called you into. Hey, but God said unto Ananias, He says, you go your way. Uh, God's letting him know I got this. I got this, I got you, and I got him. He says, you go your way in that 15th 15, uh, 15 verse. You go your way, uh, for he is a chosen vessel. Hey, so when God chooses you, hallelujah, when the Lord chooses you, your road may not be easy, Hallelujah. Hey, but God got your back. Uh, Hey, when God chooses you, you are chosen vessel unto the Lord. And when people come up against you, hallelujah, it's going to be hard for them to kick against the pricks. Uh, Hey, because it's God almighty who's called you to assignment. So he tells Ananias, God speaks and tells Ananias in the vision, he says, he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him great things he must suffer. He's a chosen vessel unto the Lord. So don't think that when you're a chosen vessel uh that it's all going to be easy because Paul had to suffer some things. Uh, he had to suffer some things. Uh, uh, people tried to kill him. Yes, Lord. People tried to kill him when he began to decree and to declare what well, thus saith the Lord. But God may. It'll point to Ananias that I chose this vessel so people can say what they want to say to you. But will you get on your assignment when God chooses you? You don't have to worry about what people are saying uh, because God handpicked you and God put himself in you. And God is covering you uh, for the special assignment that he has for you. Uh, Matthew 22 14 says for many a call uh, but few are chosen there yeah, when you're chosen vessel of the Lord uh that Burden of the Lord comes on you heavy and you cannot get away from the assignment. Uh, uh, God doesn't change his mind about you when he calls you. God doesn't change his mind like men or change their mind about you. Uh, When God calls you to an assignment for anybody who's listening to me, uh, for whatever the special purposes are, God will equip you and God will open doors for you. God will cause people's hearts to come towards you. Yes, there'll be people who will reject you. Hey, but God has it. So Ananias, he did what God told him to do. Uh, so he went to see Saul and he talked to Saul. So he would receive his sight and he would be filled with the Holy Ghost, and so, as soon as Ananias uh, did what God told him to do, Hallelujah. The Bible declares that immediately uh the scales that were on Saul's eyes, they fell off, and he received his sight. It says he received his sight forthwith, so that was without delay, without hesitancy. The scales fell off his eyes. Uh, Saul got up uh, and Saul was baptized in the name of the Lord. He's going to be baptized. He arose and was baptized. God has to take some scales off our eyes sometimes. And uh, for us to be able to see clearly what God is doing doing in our life uh, what God wants to do in our life. Uh, so he went and got some meat he had been on that fast uh, and he got some meat and he was strengthened and certain days amount of days he spent with the disciples in Damascus and so Paul began to preach Christ in the synagogues that he was trying to go in To destroy, he began to preach that Jesus was the Son of God. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the Son of God. Hallelujah. So he began to preach with power. When God sends you, go to work. When God calls you, go to work. You might not know it all. You might not have it all together. You might not have the clothes. You might not have the look. You might not be what people think you ought to be. Hey, But you are chosen vessel unto the Lord. And when you are chosen vessel unto the Lord, hallelujah, God has your back. Uh, So God had his back and he began to preach the gospel. Hey, he didn't worry about what folks said. Uh, uh, He didn't worry about who people thought he was. He just started preaching. And so it don't matter. What it is God called you to do, you just take one foot and you begin to move forward. Uh, you might not know it all, and God don't show it all to you because, like I said, Paul was going to suffer some things. Uh, hey, but God had an assignment for him. Hey, brother, sister, whoever's listening to me, uh, God's got an assignment for you too. Uh, and so he's not going to show it all to you because if he showed you the end, you turn around and run. Hey but whatever we got to face in life uh, and God's got that assignment for us uh, we just got to move forward and follow the direction of God 1st uh, Samuel 15 22 says that obedience is better than sacrifice uh, let me tell you how it says it and it reads it in the new international version 1st Samuel 15 22 it says and he's talking this is Samuel who is speaking the prophet Samuel he Says, and this is the international version Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, to heed is better than the fat of rams. Now, the New Tr- Living Translation reads it this way It says, What is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices? Or your obedience to his voice. Listen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And submission is better than offering the fat of rams. So Saul on his conversion. It made him usable to the purpose of God. After he met with Ananias. He got filled. Baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. And he could submit to the authority of God. He was no longer walking in his own authority. Walking in head knowledge. uh, But he was walking by the Spirit of God. Being led and guided by God's Holy Spirit. Uh, People were afraid of him because they had heard of his reputation. Uh, But he was committed to the cause of God. And because he was committed to the cause of God. And he did everything that God told him to do, he began to increase. He began to be strengthened. He wasn't the man who he was before. He wasn't the man who was consenting to the death of of Stephen. He wasn't the man who persecuted the church. He wasn't the man that when Stephen was stoned to death They laid their clothes at Saul's feet. He wasn't the same man. He wasn't the man who caused havoc and destruction and laid waste to the church. But he was a new man. He he wasn't the man that went into houses to pull people out, to take out Christians. So he continued to do what God told him to do, and he increased more in strength. And the people were confounded. The Jews that dwelt at Damascus were confounded. But because what he was doing, it proved that this was Jesus Christ because God had taken him and changed him. And now the man who was killing Christians and locking people up, was preaching the gospel. The Lord is our strength. Brothers and sisters, when God calls you to do something, God is your strength. And God will give you the increase that you need to do what you need to do. So without delay, Paul began to preach. He preached to the Jews. And he preached about Christ, him crucified. He was to preach his assignment, ultimate assignment was going to be to priest to the Gentiles. The Jews here sought to kill him. And when it was made known that they wanted to kill Saul, they would watch for him day and night to kill him. When you get on assignment for God, people are going to watch you day and night. What are you doing? Who does she think she is? Who does he think he is? Doesn't she know or doesn't he know that God didn't tell him to do all of that? Don't she know that that's never going to work? Don't she know or don't he know nobody's ever going to accept that coming from him? But what God will do is when people sought to to kill Saul, when they seek to stop you, God will send somebody and put people around you to help you. Uh, God will send favor to your name and God will send somebody to help you along the way. When they found out that they wanted to kill Saul, the disciples let Saul down in a basket. If you look at acts, uh, nine and 25, they put him in a basket. He got in a basket and they let him down by the wall and he went to Jerusalem and he wanted to be with the disciples there, but his reputation preceded him. But what you got to do is when your reputation precedes you and things are in your past, you keep on doing what you're doing and God will work things out. Ba- Barnabas helped Saul and he went to the apostles and he told them about the great things that he had done in Damascus. And he was a- ended up being able to go in and out with them at Jerusalem. He spoke boldly and even there, the Grecians. He spoke up against them And then they had to get Paul out again because they wanted to kill him. So you're going to suffer some things. And when you call to an assignment, will you get on your assignment? But it's not going to be easy. Uh, But what you got to know is that there is a fellowship between you and God. And when you get on your assignment and you stay connected to that vine, you get your nourishment because you got the root Jesus who is pouring into you. And you stay connected connected to him you pick up your cross and you follow him you pick up your assignment and you do that thing which god has told you to do and i wonder how many people are missing the assignment that God has called them into? How many people are afraid of what people say? How many people are afraid of their past and what they've done? How many people fail to do their assignment before they leave this earth? How many people, how many people will suffer because of those who fail to do the assignment that God has called them to? How many people are losing time because they are afraid of what the enemy is telling them. You're never going to make it. You're not strong enough. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too old. You're too young. You're too black. You're too white. You're too this. You're too that. He is an accuser to the brethren. He is a liar. So you cannot listen to the voice of the enemy. You need to put the root, the word of God deep down into your heart. Hey, when God calls you to an assignment. uh, You just need to do what God tells you to do. Uh, uh, It's not up to you to make the increase come. It's only up to you to do that part of the task that God has told you to do. And that which you cannot do, God will do. Uh, God will open up the Red Sea for you to cross over on dry land. Hey, if God needs to make the sun stand still, he can do that. If God God needs to turn water into wine. God can do that. Hey, whatever God needs to do, as long as you do your part, God will do his part. You have to walk this thing out by faith. You got to be is strong in the Lord. You will have to encourage yourself in the Lord because some people will say you can't do it. You're going to have to find a way to stir up the gifts of God on the inside. God, stir up these gifts on the inside of us, oh God. You're going to have to kneel down in prayer and you're going to have to just tell it to God like it is. Oh Lord, if you don't help me, oh God, help me with this. Oh God, I know you make making away for me out of no way oh God I know you got my back oh God oh God I know you got your hand on me God oh Lord I know you a way maker oh God I know you a way maker in a time of trouble oh God I know you will send your heavenly angels to help me out oh God I know you'll open doors for me oh God I know you know my name God I know you see everything about me. Oh, God, I know you're going to supply my needs. Oh, God, I'll be about my father's assignment. Oh, God, I'll do that thing which you told me to do. Oh, God, I'll complete my assignment. So will you be like Saul? And will you be like Saul and be converted? Hallelujah. Will you accept the assignment that God has called you to do? It doesn't matter whether you're female. Doesn't matter whether you're male. It could be that God is calling you to preach the gospel, but it could be that God is calling you to other other purposes in our society. The question is, is when God calls you, will you accept the assignment? Will you accept the assignment that God has given for you to do? And that is my question. And that is the point of this message. You got to be willing to accept the assignment that God has placed you on in this life. I bless, I bless the Lord with everything that I have. I praise you, God. And I hope that something that I have said in this message today uh, will cause you to take a chance and go out and walk this thing out by faith, what God has called you to do. And you got to fix your focus on God. Because you cannot listen to the naysayers who tell you not to do a thing. Hey, but if God has called you to an assignment, if God has called you to a purpose, then your trust and your faith has to be in God. That God will help you to fulfill what he's called you to do. I don't know how many people are tied up to you in what you do. I don't know how many people will hear me when I preach the podcast, uh, oh, but those who do hear, those who do heed, those are the people that were supposed to hear. I may never know it in my lifetime, whether or not my writings, my videos, whether or not my podcasts, whether or not the outreaches that I do have affected anybody. Uh, but on the other side, when I get to the other side, the Lord will let me know. So that's our our message for today. We don't have to be concerned about some things, but just do the assignment that God has called you into doing. So, this is the conclusion of my message. I pray to God that it has been of encouragement to you and that you will begin to walk out the assignment that God has given to you. Amen. You be blessed. And I hope to see you again soon on the next podcast. Please listen. and Please share my podcast with somebody else and help me to share the word of God. Until we meet again, Be blessed. Bye-bye.